Welcome to Eterna. Keep your dice rolling, your friends close, your monsters closer, and don't let the old gods bite. This podcast is an Eldritch Dream Games production. A dark fantasy Pathfinder game laced deep with cosmic horror. We'd like to thank our patrons for making these things possible. Brian Bridges, Donald Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Frog Shark, Robin Mims, Thomas Wayne Haley, Rip Rex, and Tim Demuse. We'd also like to honor the memory of Wesley Sullivan. Now, let us listen. Last time on Dungeon Ball Z, we had what may have been a filler episode. <laughs> it's yet to be confirmed. That being said, you've arrived in a little apparently nameless village on the border of the Shadow Plain, north of Storm Bluff, and are just waking up from having slept in the Shadowed Mare in its common room, very little inn. After having a slumber party. After having a slumber party, party and playing the weird-ass Three Sticks game that I came up for Lizard Folk. <laughs> I came up with for Lizard Folk. That even I am not privy to all of its secrets. <laughs> Only the general concept. <laughs> Good save. Got it. So, you wake up in the morning. Yes, prayers and meditations. I assume the basic <coughs> things are done, the eating, the awakening, the praying, the polishing of one's rapier. I'm impressed that we did the eating before we did the awakening. <laughs> I wasn't doing them in any particular order. <laughs> Damn, we're good, guys. Yes, the barkeep comes in and just with a funnel and, and just... Ugh. Ah, yes, the gold, the electrum treatment. Thank you. Good, yeah. <laughs> He can't, he can't make human foie gras without a little work. Yes, I want to wake up with a full stomach tomorrow. This is for you. <laughs> well, then I imagine Shadow is excited and she's just chattering at everybody who will listen because they're going to go through the portal and they're going to be on the other side and her brother's going to be there. And so she's like, she's like a hyper 12 year old this morning. Yes, she's like a hyper 12 year old on the morning of Christmas. So she's yes. like bouncing on people's beds and telling everyone to wake up because we got to go. And it's like four o'clock in the morning. Pretty much. No, come on. The tourists will be on the other side. You have to hurry, hurry, hurry. I can't wake up. I haven't even had breakfast yet. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I, I'm assuming we get up a little bit earlier than usual because I can see her um, excitements being a good motivating factor for the party at large. So wake up a little bit earlier than usual, get our morning routines out of the way, probably a little quicker than usual. Then eat because that's when it makes sense. And uh, we can begin packing up and heading out. All right. <clears throat> so you pick up and you head towards the far side of the village where a rather substantial uh, rift is opened in the fabric of reality. Um, it mostly just looks really dark, um, but around the edges, you can see sort of like light glancing off of it almost. 
Uh, so this ragged tear, which um, near its edges is actually kind of decorated with some simple uh, architecture um, just to sort of ornament its placement. And you pass through. Yeah, and I guess we notice, do. <laughs> um, you would notice very swiftly upon your entry that all articles of silver begin to faintly glow, kind of like a glow stick, but just a faint, shimmery silver light. Huh. This includes your rapier. Um, yes. Your silver rapier. Also, leaf, the uh, sort of silverish light that appears in the um, inside of the ring on the staff of Uneasy Peace um, will, upon its own volition, light, uh, albeit dimly. That's intimidating. <clears throat> uh, you can make me a uh, perception, if you would so like. Perception. 25. All right. So you would notice that there seems to be something in the center of the circle, though it may be intangible. Uh, you can make me an arcana, if you would so like. That is a seven. <laughs> <laughs> you do not know what it is. But nonetheless, um, it is um, just glowing faintly within the circle. Like normally it would only do this like while you were casting with it or wielding it against something. Interesting. Does it seem to intensify or dim if I point it in a particular direction? Uh, no, it doesn't really change. Um, if you like stop like immediately at the portal of the portal and like you stick it in the other side of the portal, um, it stops. And then when it's back in the shadow plane, it, it resumes and back and forth there. But it doesn't okay. really change in intensity within. Okay, just double checking. Okay. I think when Shadow goes through the portal, as soon as she gets on the other side, she just kind of kneels down and, you know, kisses the ground and stands back up because she's just like, she's home. She's so happy. Another thing that would become swiftly apparent to everybody is that the grand bulk of the party, um, including the wagon uh, and the horse and the donkey, uh, Mozart, um, are all leaving little silver glints wherever they step or pass on the ground. Like just like even fainter than like your weapons and stuff are glowing. Just little little sort of marks and scuffs that glow and sparkle. Well, I suppose now would be the time to start telling us which parts of the landscape will curse us. <laughs> what we are in Seattle town, you have to worry about that here. That will be important when we reach the edge of town. We will start seeing things. Well, okay. Another important note is that uh, the lanterns on the uh, on the carts, as well as uh, all the lanterns uh, that happen to be scattered about on this side of the portal, um, do not give off nearly as much light. The darkness between... Uh, buildings and whatnot is all the more intense in this place. Um, now, this little town, does it seem occupied? Are there people about? Uh, you see a couple of people um, over on a corner uh, conversing with each other. And do they have an inn on this side? 
Technically, they have the same in on this side. Right, but is it you being used as an inn? You have to walk around the portal and go back. I mean, is it being used as an inn is what I'm getting at. Yeah. Okay, then she is going to pop her head in just to make sure her brother's not there. Uh, he is not. And uh, not finding him, she will start directing people in the direction in which they need to travel. All right. So as you approach the edge of town, um, you would be able to notice uh, everything here is pretty dim, a little bit dimmer than uh, you're used to uh, with the dull sort of red moon hanging overhead. Um, <clears throat> but it is also uh, seems that there's a fog bank moving in, which will only serve to further hamper vision. Um, this this is a little bit of a problematic here, Mr. Moran. Um, how well do you see in the fog? Hmm. On a scale of 1 to 10, extremely poorly. Probably about a 1. Yeah, I do not see the fog so well myself. We will have to be very careful to stay on this trail. Yeah, we can move slowly. Unless you think this will pass, then we should wait it out. I do not uh, know, because I'm not from this particular region. We could ask some of the people in town, and they might be able to tell us better. Yeah, why not? Uh, let's take uh, just a little bit to do so. Gather some intel about the region. Make sure there's nothing weird going on that we should be aware of. Okay. Then... Uh... I will look for the jail at the top. All right. Make me a diplomacy check. Uh, that will be a 21. Um, they don't really know anything about it. As far as how long it could last, how long does fog ever last? Sometimes a couple of hours, sometimes a couple of days. So it's, it's not something that they're accustomed to dealing with here? I mean, it's not like it never happens, but it's not it's like... It's not a feature of the region. Right. Okay. So, yeah, they, they say they do not know. Sometimes it'd be a couple hours, sometimes a couple days. So I Riley think we should move ahead, but just go slow and make sure everybody stays on trail. I would agree. I'd rather not wait around if it could potentially last for days. However, uh, Leaf, just kind of uh, throwing this out there, is there anything you can do to move fog or make it go away? Uh, I think I have some spells that can create gusts of wind. I'm not exactly sure what I could accomplish on a large scale. All right. Well, then, if we find ourselves in trouble in the middle of the fog, at least we know you can clear it out in the immediate vicinity then. Hopefully. Uh, I, I can't say uh, I'm 100% confident that the fog here would behave like the fog where we came from. Well, if you're not 100% confident, I'm 100% confident in you and your abilities. So I'm sure it'll be fine. If this road is uh, well-traveled by travelers, a, the, the path will shimmer a little bit and that will make it easier. Akron pipes up and it's just like I'm afraid it's not likely to be here for a few hundred feet or so 
perhaps, but beyond that, it will be dark. Okay, well, I can see in dark, I will walk in front and uh, avoid. You can see in dark, you take the back side of the caravan and we keep everybody else in middle. Can do. Yes, and why don't everyone stay extremely close to the caravan and maybe we should double up too in case one person trips or gets yanked into the fog by something malicious. You can walk with me if you wish to. But so I, uh, I think uh, that uh, Miss Nina and uh, Ekren and uh, Winda should stay on the wagons. Yes. Russo pipes up. I can watch them. Okay. This seems fitting. Perfect. Then we have our general formation. We're going to go slow and keep tight. Don't sound like that. Um... <laughs> yeah, I, I guess uh, unless there's anything else we really need to do I, I think we should get moving, especially if we're going to be moving slower um, move as soon as possible I would like everybody no. after a little while of traveling okay. to make a will save oh, it's that sort of fog uh, okay God, I don't like you anymore, Sean fine, I'll roll a will save versus a curse god damn it it's not a curse, actually Net oh. 20, sucker, 28. Leaf, you are completely unaffected. 21. <sighs> completely and utterly. I got the 21. I'm like a hoover for curses. Just cleaning it up. Uh, You got how much, Tracy? 21? 20, 21. Uh, and what did you get, Riley? Uh, you got a 15. A very impressive 15. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so tell me exactly. Um, is Riley being talkative right now? Is he being <laughs> uh, quiet and and attentive? How, what's he doing? How's how's he being at the moment? Um. Yeah, I mean, he's probably since he's just walking out in front with Shadow. He's uh, they they both seem rather talkative, especially with each other at times. So I'm sure there's some communication. But since there's an air of alertness about the whole situation, since we're moving slow and whatnot, there's probably not a whole lot of uh, chatter, especially since he's getting used to this uh, new location and all of that. So I don't know if that answers your question or if that was just... Okay, um, so go ahead and roll me a d20 then. Gladly. And this is just going to be... Uh, based on chance, basically. 19. 19. Okay, so um, you're walking next to uh, Shadow, correct? Yep. Yes. You you happen to be talking with her at, at right. the time. Uh-huh. And uh, so um, Shadow, he's talking to you. And then, like, there's a second where he kind of, like, stumbles. Like, he was... Uh, like he wasn't watching his feet, perhaps, and then he repeats the exact same thing he had to you, uh, uh, had said to you a few seconds prior. Are you okay, Mister Morheim? Uh, yes. Why wouldn't I be? And it looked like you almost fell, and then you started saying the same thing over again. That doesn't sound like a thing that happened, Shadow. Are you okay? 
Yes, I am fine. <laughs> now Riley's suspicious of Shadow. <laughs> uh, he um, shrugs and says, I honestly have no idea. Maybe it was a glitch in Matrix. Yeah. I mean, I was only saying that that stick string game was just completely confusing. I, I, I know. Keep I did it, not know. I did not know what was happening. At any given time. Huh. It is not the kind of games I, I played at Stormbird parties before. Do you think Leaf just made that up? Maybe. I do not know. Hmm. How very sneaky of him. Sometimes it's the temple. I uh, do Stormbird parties for the kids, you know. Uh, but uh, we usually play games like uh, Turtor there. That probably would have been a much more interesting game to play than Sticks and String. We can play one night at the campfire. Yes. Perhaps we will. And so we venture onwards, <laughs> I guess. All right. So a short while later, everybody give me another one. No, I do not like you. You will save. 19 on the dice, 27. Nice. Uh, Sean, what is 17 plus 6? Enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nine. Nine. It's a nine. The bouncing baby nine. You're good at these. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty great. I'm pretty good at this game, you guys. I love having access to your character sheet. Um. <laughs> okay. So, um. So, I would like um, Leaf to make me a knowledge in nature. Um, you do so at a minus five penalty, but you also get to add your level, so I think that's going to net you a plus two. So, 25 in total? Yeah. I find that this fog is strangely thick. Like... With two Cs. <laughs> it's, it's, it's thick with two C's. Um, you can't hear the clap of its ass cheeks because it's not... Um, not dummy? Yeah, it's not dummy, but it is It is thick. Um, but it is extremely dense. It's super fucking rare to see fog this dense. And there's an odd, like, feeling to it. That you can't... You can't shake, but... Uh, you haven't noticed anything in particular strange. Uh, go ahead and roll me another d20, Riley. Riley Morhot. 15. 15. All right. That's just within the bracket. Uh, <laughs> so, once again, Shadow, um, Riley happens to be talking about something when he... Uh, this time he doesn't stumble. Um, he does sort of like hesitate for a second, but con continues walking. Uh, but then once again, immediately repeats what he just said. You may make me a uh, knowledge local if you have it, uh, Shadow. I don't have it. Never mind. My, my trained knowledges are Akana, Planes, and Religion. Okay. But... It's strange he did it again. And once again, when mentioned to, 
does not remember saying this thing before. Mm-hmm. I think maybe then we should uh, let the Mister Gold Thrush look you over. Why I'm not injured? I, uh, but the, your brain is not working right. Okay, uh, so that was kind of insulting, Shadow. No, not like that. It's like something is messing with you because you keep saying the same things and then forgetting you say them. I suppose that would be weird if it were true. It is true. Maybe you're just hearing things? No, I am not hearing things. But Maybe. if you want to do it that way, we can check me too and see yes. which this is. is yes, clearly there's something weird going on here and it's probably most prudent to um, have the leafy boy check us both out. Oh gosh, I wasn't prepared for this. <laughs> well, um, I, I, yeah, I suppose, because, uh, like, Riley's not gonna call his good ally a liar. Clearly there's, like, she notices something weird going on, so there's either something wrong with him that he's not privy to, or there's something going on with her that she's not privy to. So, uh, if we slow down the caravan a little <laughs> bit, or maybe even stop, probably stop it, because Leaf's driving. Um, <laughs> one hand on the wheel, one on your brain, <laughs> and we'll I just can perform uh, a lobotomy on the road. And we'll just mosey on over to our resident leafy boy and explain to him the, the weird situation that's going on. So, um, while you're like light hailing to stop and and stuff, Riley, make me a perception check. That is. A 14. So, <clears throat> Riley, you see a shadow uh, of something, like a, a figure in the fog to your left after you turn around uh, away from the caravan, move through uh, the fog and, and vanish uh, into it. Uh, Riley's just going to mutter between himself and uh, Shadow. And uh, you said this is as we were hailing it down. So it's just between himself and Shadow that he saw a shadow <laughs> um, off in the a figure. Uh, a figure, a shadowy figure in the fog, not too far away. So be on the lookout. A foggy shadow? Yes. Yes. With thick clothes, uh, that could be many things. Certainly could. Uh, Mr. Gotrash? Yes? One of us is having brain problems. Can you figure out which one it is? Oh. Uh, <laughs> I'm not a neuroscientist, but I can try. <laughs> a what? <laughs> you know, a doctor. Got him. I'm not sure at all what I'm looking for here. Well... How, how does one diagnose brain problems? <laughs> you can make a medicine check if you'd like. Or heal. The medicine is second edition. I've been fucking around Keely with that too heal. much. 19. Uh, you don't find anything to be wrong with him. You ask him some questions. You like test his reflexes. You do some basic stuff and nothing seems wrong. <laughs> I assume I need one for shadow as well. Uh, I'll let it roll over and you get the same result. Okay. Mm. Everything checks out. <laughs> well, this is weird. You don't think, Shadow, that one of us are cursed? 
No, we have not. Uh, I don't think so. We have not uh, come across anything that. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Some of the terrain we cross look kind of grassy. I was rather concerned about it. That stepping on it would. It is cause not cursing. the right kind. It's not the right kind of grass. Oh. Well, either way, maybe curse or something magical. Um, let us ask Exgrin if he has heard of this before. Fair enough. You gonna ask the guy with minus thirteen to his fucking intelligence check? <laughs> he has a minus thirteen. He has thirteen negative levels. <laughs> oh, oh. He also oh. has spent a lot of time in the shadow plane. He may just know of something without like having to recall it. I mean, his checks will be easier, but they are still checks. Well, if you would let me check on my planes, that would and I could make them. But no, it's not a planes check. Is it in this plane? <laughs> yes, but that doesn't see? change what it is. <laughs> and uh, so you ask Ekron, and uh, uh, I don't know of anything that uh, could do this to my knowledge here. Okay, well, then we just need to get to the other side of fog, I think, uh, so that uh, we can see what is going on around us. All right, well then let's carry on, I suppose, as long as nothing uh, extreme is happening. So you carry on a few more minutes. And I need Riley and Shadow to make perception checks and everybody to make a will save. Boo. (laughs) My perception is a 28. 19 on will. And my will is a 24. All right. Perception, 22. Will save, 22. There you go. Yeah. So both of you notice a pair of figures, one much larger than the other. Uh, at just the edge of where you can see within the fog, rush across your path from left to right. (laughs) The smaller one seeming to flee the larger one. Um, Both of you pass your will saves. Leaf, 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 all. Leaf, on the other hand, um, you... um, you're moving along and all of a sudden, um, like you're almost running over uh, um, Shadow and Riley and you have to pull the horses to a stop really, really quickly. Okay. You, you don't you don't recall them uh, being that close at all. OK, um, I, I think. He'll just kind of like get out his staff and uh, say, "Did did I doze off? I'm I'm sorry." And he's he's just kind of like rubbing his eyes. <laughs> they're, they're obviously like still there, right? They didn't like disappear. Yeah, they're they're right in front of you. Okay. I don't know what happens with you, Leaf. But yeah, you. 
you were um like like the horses like freak out behind you because like they're like right behind you uh as he's pulling on the reins hmm it's getting ready to parry him good thing but you did see some large figure chasing another one um and uh what'd you get shadow 25 for perception yeah uh i think it was a 24 okay so you both like turn back at the the sound of the horses and the clunking of the like the stuff in the wagon as it just suddenly stops did you see those things mr morgan i saw figures in the fog again yes yes i saw them too this time then it would seem we're not alone no we should be ready to fight just in case uh, I don't know if it speaks to your um, your devotion to heroism, but it did seem like the smaller figure was fleeing in fear from the larger one. Hmm. 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 Well, let's. Okay. Tell me, Shadow, did you get the impression that one of the two figures we saw was in danger? It looks like it, yes, uh, but I do not uh, see which where they went. Unless they are leaving silver footprints that the DM forgot to tell us about. I did not forget to tell you about those, because they're not there. I mean, like, you know the general direction they went. Uh, is the, the general direction the same direction we're leading no, into? No, it's like to your right. And we're following an actual path, right? Uh, more or less. It's like it. People have been this way before, but it would take somebody quite good at survival, like uh, like Leaf, to be able to tell that you're on an actual path. Yes. Okay. Do you want to to chase after? Well, if someone is in danger, and we are the only ones around who can assist, then well, we certainly have some sort of obligation to do so. Okay, um, then I do not want us to get separated from the group and get uh, too lost, though. So, uh, this would, I will go see, can I get them to, uh, come back this way, I suppose? And you be ready to, to jump on the bad one, okay? Yes, are you sure you should be venturing forth alone within the fog? It is fine. Well, I'd hate to have you lost. I don't to get lost. Uh, Riley just kind of glances up at Leaf, who I'm assuming is like right there because he was driving and, <laughs> you know, um, mm-hmm. yeah. If, uh, Leaf is okay with it, then yeah, if you can flush him out or do some scouting. I don't know if we could exactly stop her once she set her mind to something. We certainly can't catch up to her. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so yeah, Shadow's going to uh, she is going to stealthily move Amanda to see if she can see these creatures and what's going on. 
because I can stealth at full speed, so. Okay, and you do move very quickly. Yes, um, I do. How long are you going to search for these creatures? And, and how far might you wander out? Um, well, like, she has she has a, a sense of direction, and she, she has some survival. Uh, so she's not too worried about getting lost. Given the current situations, uh, knowing which direction effectively is north will require an actual survival check. But, uh, so yeah, uh, she'll, she'll spend a little bit of time looking for them. Mr. Morheim is concerned about them. How long is a little bit? Uh, let's say 20 minutes. She can cover quite a bit of distance in that time. Make me two will saves. I hate you, so, uh... The rest of you, too, but we'll do that in a minute. Uh, a 20 and a 22. All right. Um, so that's fourth one. And so um, go ahead and take two wisdom damage. What? And make me a survival check. You just lowered my will save, you son of a bitch. Okay. Uh, my survival... Is is where is it? It's on well, I don't somewhere. have it. Like, well, uh, technically, I have 16. access to your sheet, but it doesn't do anything. Sixteen. 16. All right. So uh, you are able to um, sort of like like you're not able to find anything out here, and it's oddly quiet. And like thinking back now, like you don't remember hearing them at any point, but now you're out here twenty minutes away. And pretty much alone. And uh, you you do have the the conscience or the consciousness to. It's not. You do have the <laughs> the good thought to um, follow your own tracks uh, back towards the camp. And you do so for ten minutes, and I need another save. No, I refuse. Uh, auto pass. I can I can do worse. <laughs> I don't like you no more. The night king. Uh, take another wisdom damage, and make me another survival check. Ha! Ah, jokes on you. That one didn't hurt me. <laughs> mm -hmm. No, I mean it didn't change my modifier. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay, you're. You, for a minute, you lose your own tracks, like you, you stepped off of them. Uh, maybe you assumed that you didn't turn, but had at some point, but you find them again, uh, begin following them back again. You begin to approach an early sort of like sweep that you were making. So you know that you're getting close to the caravan again. Make me another one. This is a will save or a survival? Will save. The survival uh, will depend. A uh, 22. Um, and you have recently failed. So, okay, you're good. So, the rest of you, I need you to make four uh, will saves. Well, luckily I have four d20s right in front of me, so that's pretty cool. Oh, man, that's terrible. 16, 14, and 26. Okay. Uh, I need you to leaf. I need you to make three perception checks. Uh, 
Mr. Morheim, please give me yours again. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, okay. The first three are below 10. And then okay. my last one is a dirty 20. Since you failed several in a row, that will actually pass. Neat. <laughs> um, but your head is feeling definitely cloudy. Um, and I need you to make three perceptions, please. Got a 16, 21, and 25 on my perceptions, by the way. All right. Uh, 14, 19, and 26. All right. So, uh, Riley, your third perception, and uh, Leaf, your last two perceptions, would notice that things are slightly off every once in a while. Like, you might see Riley in, like, the corner of your eye, and then, like, he's suddenly in a slightly different position, or maybe you were saying something, and it, it like, kind of like there's a stutter, almost, like, in what was being said, or or things like that. Uh, Riley, you, you noticed something like this, too, much like what, uh, what Shadow described to you. Uh, and around this point, uh, uh, the other cart is very close by it. Like it's within, like it's it's shadow. You know, it's it's obscured slightly, but it's very close by, and y'all can see it. Uh, at this point, uh, Void and Rousseau will both kind of approach this little gathering. Be like, something weird's going on. I agree. I think I've been noticing some things going off a little strangely from time to time, and it's taking shadow quite a while to get back yes this is growing concerning I would definitely call this some sort of curse perhaps having to do with the fog uh, I could perhaps cast a light spell or, or something to act as a beacon to help her back I don't know if I exactly trust myself to venture out into the fog myself no I don't I don't think we can necessarily suggest splitting up and sending scouting parties to go look for her. That's just asking for other people to go missing. Uh, I, our best bet for right now is to have confidence in her abilities to make it back. What I am concerned about is the collective health and well-being of those of us stuck here. And the in fact light, that your wisdom is currently an eight. In light of... Oh, man. Um... Yeah. Okay. Just trying to think. I don't think that would change how he talks at all. <laughs> might, might affect decision making. Not. not really yeah. That, no. That's fair. <laughs> My um, name is Riley Morheim. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No. Just uh, having a drop to eight just gave me a pause. To figure out how does that actually affect me? Okay. Um. Well, I mean, uh, so okay. So the uh, talking out of character. The, the rational decision is, oh, we can't split up and send more people into the fog that they can't walk out of. I feel like that's a logical, rational thing to think. Um, and when it comes to... Yeah, I guess he's actually talking mostly rational. I was just following more uh, logic at this point, mentioning problems and offering solutions. So I guess that's fine. So yeah, uh, he'll go on to say, I'm mostly concerned now with the well-being of everyone stationed here and whatever it is that's going on how we can maybe protect ourselves 
Do you have any sort of insight? Unfortunately, my druidic magic isn't exactly suited to to warding, especially not against curses. I I could set up a perimeter with lights, but I'm not sure how much good that would do. Even then, it might attract some unwanted attention from further out. Void speaks up. I think it's more important that she gets back here than us worrying about something attacking. There's plenty of us here to fight. And she's alone. Well, yes. You know uh, more about this place than I do, so I'll trust your judgment. And uh, I think at that point, he just kind of like climbs up onto the roof of the Vardo. And uh, I will use a mythic point to cast daylight it's it's a 60 foot bright light and the illumination increases light level for an additional 60 feet by one step all right so this will be half but it's certainly still a blazing beacon by comparison to the utter darkness in the fog mm-hmm uh, Shadow, you would see a a source of light, a, a very powerful one given your location, uh, somewhat nearby. Um, even though your path is perpendicular to it, it, this may be your allies, it may be a trap. You're not sure. You know you're close, so it might be them. Yeah, it might also be the thing that was in danger, so she'll go check it out. But hold on talking for a minute. Okay, there we go. All right. So you're going to head towards it? Yeah, she's going to check it out, because if it's not them, it might be whoever this person was that was in trouble. All right. So you arrive back at the... uh, uh, Come blazing out of the fog... Um, at the group um, and Leaf's up on the top holding you know, the spirit orb over his head going give me your power <laughs> <sighs> Mr. Marheim I am beginning to think this is not a natural fog yes it seems very curse like doesn't it I do not know about curse but uh, not natural Yes, either way, it's not great. I would say that we have not been on the road long, that maybe go back to the town for a bit, but I do not know if we will be able to find it. Uh, it Because uh, the fog is being tricky. Yeah, I'm not sure how feasible that is, or if it's more feasible to stay on grounds, or if we should keep trudging forward and hope, hopefully just break on through to the other side. You know, break <laughs> on through to, to the other side. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> um, well, I do not know because I do not know how far this fog goes. Uh, but I am just concerned that the uh, Turning back may not really be option. 
Here's a weird... Uh, it's not a super weird question, Sean. It's more of me just grasping at knowledge skills to see if anything will get me anything. Um, Riley is proficient or has at least one rank in arcana, local, and religion. Would any of those shine any light on what's going on here? You can with the information gathered so far. Make me a local check. Cool. That's my best one. Wow, almost never mind. 14. 14 does not shed any light on the subject. I have no idea what this is. Now, uh, Leaf, uh, you might also be able to make this check, um, having listened to all that has been said and experienced some of it for yourself. It's just a knowledge local? Yep. I don't have a big number for that. That's a 10. Yeah. You do not know what is going on. Danger, Will Robinson. Okay, so this is my thought, and you can tell me that it's stupid thought if you want. But I think maybe put everybody who is not needed for driving the wagons inside um, where it's safer. And uh, just have two people on front of each wagon and try to push through this. That's probably not a bad train of thoughts. How are the people inside our big fancy wagon? How are they doing? Uh, Well, some of them are in the other wagon, which is kind of open. But if you want to put them in the Vardo, where there's actually a door, um, they're a little confused. Uh, certainly concerned. Um, and Ekron has a terrible headache because he takes minus 14 on his will saves. Or minus oh. 13 on his will saves. I'm shocked he's not brain dead yet. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that sure as shit beats uh, just standing around and debating what to do. So if, if we could form some sort of rotation, uh, go out in pairs... I know we don't have a huge, huge crew, but I, I think we have enough uh, capable people and then enough assistance to kind of put one capable person on wheel for one thing and then one assistant to kind of like help them out and just keep a lookout and be an extra set of eyes um, to keep things moving. And we'll just try to uh, push on through until either we can't and like have to just like set up shop <laughs> for a little bit or until we actually break on through. Well, there is one other option, but it would be very, very crowded. <laughs> we can't put Mozart in the Vardo. He doesn't. Won't no, uh, oh. all the peoples, though, could go through my room and maybe this could not uh, affect that and we could wait it out. Wouldn't that leave the animals and our bigger belongings out in the middle of the road? Well, it's not real road, and not many people pass this way, but yes, it would leave everything else out. If the situation grows any more dire, then we will default to that to keep everyone safe. But for right now, I'm... My, for right now, my wisdom says that we're probably strong enough Mr. to handle Russo. this. <laughs> can Mr. Russo get above the fog? I can call Winnie and see if we can 
get above it. If you can, can get see. above it, and Mr. Um, Goldthrush can have the bright light so that you can see what are you at from above, then uh, maybe you can um, give directions and, and uh, give us out because I can um, talk to you from where you are at. Maybe. If it's not too high. Uh, let me go take a quick look and I'll come back down if anything's needed. Uh, he'll whistle and silent whoosh and uh, when he comes down he'll hop on her back and fly up into the air a couple minutes later he'll descend and be like oh bad news is it seems to be go quite a distance in every direction but you can get above it I can get above it it's about uh, it's hard to gauge a few seconds maybe a hundred feet. It's rather thick. And can there didn't happen to be any good news to pair with that bad news? Um, not particularly. Well, I suppose there's some rather tall. I honestly can't tell what they are. Maybe trees. Um, that pierce the fog to the. Um, and he, like, orients himself and does some, like, obviously, like, he's trying to think physically. He's like, and he points off about that direction. And it's slightly to the right of where you are. Was the town in the fog, too? Or could you not see it? Um, it was a ways off. Uh, I, I assume either that or I just couldn't see it. I guess so this, tall, this fog was quite thick. It's rather tall for fog, too, I might say so. Well, um, I guess we could go to, to the trees then, and if they are not the attacking kind of trees, we can sit in them above the fog until it passes. That may serve some great benefit. That's certainly valid, though it's pretty much much the same as going to your room. <laughs> Well, except that uh, th we will not be where we cannot get to the cart and, and whatnot if somebody comes to mess with uh, them. Yes, because we could just dive out of the trees. Yes. Ah, uh, fair enough. Okay, uh, yes. Mr. Russo, if uh, you let me put spell, then I can talk to you while you in error and you can guide us. All right. Um, and then he'll let you, um, hit him with, I'm assuming, message. Yeah, because, uh, my range is 100 feet plus 10 feet per level, so it's 160, 170 feet at this point. So and as long it, as he stays kind of close. Uh, as long as he doesn't, yeah, go more than 170 feet, uh, it'll work, and it lasts for 70 minutes at this point. Um, does it say the spell ends if they leave the area, or not if it doesn't like if it's just limited i'm reading does not have to travel in a straight line it can circumvent barriers the creatures that receive messages can whisper replies the spell transmits sound not meaning it does not transcend language barriers to speak a message you must mouth the words and whisper does not say anything about it 
All right. So occasionally you would lose reception, so to speak, but uh, it, it would um, continue to function as he has to maneuver around to move as slowly as the caravan would be. But uh, go ahead and give me two more will saves, everybody. Hmm. I don't want to. And that is unfortunate. You can always volunteer to uh, just fail it. No. <laughs> 23. This is okay. how we die. Not, we'll so pass. I got a 19 and a 22. A 9 and an 18. Okay. And Tracy, your most recent one was a pass. So uh, take a wisdom damage. Your 22 will pass, though. Uh, Fuck you! Um, r- Sorry, what was Riley's again? 9 and 18. Okay. Um, I would like you to make another wisdom or uh, uh, will save, uh, Riley. This is for reaching a particular threshold that you may or may not be aware of. <laughs> okay. Uh, I like that you Pepperdon may or may not be aware of. Well, I don't, I don't know how many of the books you've read. Oh, that <laughs> I, I, out of character, may or may yes, not be yes, aware yes, of. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Um, no, no, I have no idea realistically what's going on. Um, He's trying to deal insanity damage to all of us. Uh, but I think I will, um, since Riley's now uh, at least marginally aware that something weird is going on. And I don't know if wisdom damage manifests the headache or just like sheer confusion. I think it's more confusion, uh, but, but we can actually flavor it in a certain direction here in a second. Uh, what did cool. you get? Uh, I haven't rolled yet because I think I'm going to use... I haven't used them all because... Or I haven't used one yet. I'm going to use one Charmed Life to give me a Charisma mod to my will save. Okay. I almost wondering if I wanted to use something else, but I think I'll just go with that. Not that it'll probably matter. It's only a plus two, which doesn't really do much right now. Uh, okay. Oh, 19 on the die. And with the plus two from Charmed Life kicks me up, I believe, to a 21 at this point. Okay. So uh, you do not um, you do not push past your threshold and contract anything greater, but go ahead and roll me a d100. Oh, damn. I never thought I'd be asked to do that. Let's do it. Uh... <laughs> 91. 91. 91. Let's see. All right. So what do what what things do Riley fear? What things do Riley fear? Um Wow. I th- I think uh so when you ask me that question, um of course I can run the whole track and figure out all the little things that Riley's afraid of, you know, losing Victoria, um, not being able to sword fights, uh, you know, I don't know, maybe spiders. <laughs> Fucking, but I, I think the most uh, relevant option or relevant answer for me to say is that the right now, the predominantly most uh, greatest thing that Riley fears would be uh, I don't know if this is a cop out or kind of lame, but it's like complete global destruction because of his failure. Um, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with <laughs> one of the lower things, like like 
Okay, you want minor fears or yes. the smaller stuff. Okay. Uh, then in that case, like losing or having Victoria die is a big one. I, I want to say her dying is bigger than like him losing her. Um, just because, you know, I, I kind of feel like maybe he's a big boy and can like understand if she wants to live her own life. But her dying is just a huge tragedy. Um, but like not being able to sword fights also a, like having the skill and ability, but just not being able to do to like, I don't know, having his hands cut off or being paralyzed would suck. Um, also losing friends or just being like completely isolated. I think any of those three would be like good, moderate fears. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to take a bit of a twist on one of them and, uh, I will let you know, uh, <laughs> what happens. But, uh, for now, just anytime anybody gets bloodied, let me know. No. Even me? What if I get bloodied? Uh, no, I won't affect you on you. Um, but uh, anybody who is an ally of Riley, Riley Morheim, ah, get bloodied. Mm. Let me know. All right. <laughs> so, hey, Riley, Riley, I'm fixed to go bloody the DM for causing this shit. It's not his fault that the fog makes us go crazy. Oh, wait. He created this monster. <laughs> this, is, this is one of his custom creations. No, it's fine. As a sadist DM myself, I totally appreciate this. So it's cool. <laughs> so uh, you make your way and you find these these trees, which are not actually trees, but enormous fungal stalks. Um, but they are soft and pliable and easy enough to climb. In fact, if that is indeed what you want to do. Uh, but go ahead and everybody give me a perception check. I think I can do that. Ah, cool. 24. Even with all the massive negatives I'm taking now. 18. 26. Um, so you're all like trying to get everything so that uh, it can be these stocks can perhaps be safely uh, ascended. And uh, Leaf, you, you hear something. Uh, amidst all the quietness that this place holds and uh it, it sounds like a voice it's not clear at first muffled by the mycelial surroundings but it becomes clearer after a few moments although you can kind of tell that its movement is perpendicular to you not like heading towards you and it is somebody calling out uh Nisa, Nisa, which you know to be Shadow's name. And how far away does it look like this this figure is? You don't see this figure at all, but you hear it, and it, it, you figure it's a ways away because of how muffled it is, how far it is. Ah, uh, nobody else seems to have taken notice. I, I think he'll just, you know. Whistle out. There's someone out there. <laughs> the cat meows back. Uh, you hear it again. Uh, no apparent response. Hmm. It still sounds quite far. And you do have elf ears. I 
for for however long till my brain starts leaking out of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh, everybody else would have certainly uh, noticed um, that you did this. Yeah. Uh, Leaf, perhaps it's best not to announce our presence to the entirety of the lands. Who are you talking to? Nisa? I am Nisa. Someone sounds like they were looking for you. (gasps) Is truth? Where? Where is he? I don't know. You have a general direction. That's it. It's muffled. I, I tried calling out. Um, she will start screaming Grayson's name at the top of her lungs. I will not deafen y'all, but... So, shortly thereafter, uh, there is responses to stay where you are. And then you keep yelling at each other until eventually, yes, mm-hmm. out of the fog. Yeah, because she be yelling at a... no shit, sir. Like, I'm not getting down from here. <clears throat> Have a heavily clad Kaol. Uh, that bears some resemblance to um, to Shadow, though he is a fair bit taller and uh, heavier set in a muscular way, with a big old fucking uh, sword. <laughs> big old fucking. <laughs> he, he has a uh, a bastard sword and a shield, um, bearing. In his dark armor, uh, the symbol of the black butterfly embossed in silver. Comes wandering out of the fog. Uh, You all will currently have a uh, plus four bonus to will saves. Did did you just do that to like be like, haha? (laughs) Oh, now you guys get a nice meaty plus four bonus to your will saves. No, he's a paladin. He has an aura that gives you a bonus to your will saves. Yeah, what great timing after we all fucking lost about 18 points of wisdom. Cool. (laughs) (laughs) You only lost seven. Shadow just like jumps up and hugs him, just like latches onto him. She has to jump to get up high enough to hug his neck. It's good to see you. Uh, When this fog started rolling in, I noticed oddness about it. There is something wrong with it. It messes with your brain, and I do not like it, so we are going to sit in the mushrooms until it is gone because they are taller than the fog. I do not know that it will leave. Is it going to stay? I've noticed illusions in the fog. Something is out here. We seen something, and I chased them, and it did not catch nothing and find nothing, but then it was hard to get back. And... Like, Mr. Warheim, he keeps repeating himself and saying the same things over and over. And, oh, hey, everybody, this is truth. This is my brother. Uh, how? Yes, hi. It's, uh, fancy running into you here. He is supposed to be here. He was supposed to meet us in the shadow plane. That's small plane, huh? Not Come really. here often. Yes. I see. This place is a death trap to many who do not know how to wander it. Yeah, I've heard about the curses. Yes, but <laughs> this is not one I'm familiar with. I do not think it belongs here. This is something from your world. Can we kill it? I would assume. If Can it isn't purely magical in origin. 
Then where where do we hit the fog? I don't know where to stab fog. I don't know yet. Okay, well, you figure that out and point it in the, in the right direction and I will hit it. For now, I think we should get everyone out of the fog. Agreed. That- Your horses will be affected too. I can stay here with them to try and mitigate the effects. If you are staying down here, I am staying down here. It's uh, perhaps only a matter of time for the horses to come either way. We can stable them separately so they can't hurt each other. Perhaps a good idea. The stalks here are soft. They may be able to rip their leads through them. But if you can lock the cart's wheels, they may be unable to escape. Yes. Leave. Why don't you get on that? Since I know you're good with... I think you're good with animals. (laughs) And then I will try to help everyone ascend. Okay, Mr. Morheim, I think you need to be one of the first ones to go up. I am very good at climbing. I will help the other. Uh, I'd rather make sure that at least Nina get up there. Well, I can take her up first if you wish, but I want your butt to get up there. And do I have climb? <laughs> uh, uh, I think y'all can would like the situation. This is not like a difficult climb. Um, you can basically shove your hands into the thing oh, like, with a take, decent strength. We can take and just, 10 and just yeah, make your way, our way up. up. Yeah, okay, that's fine. And Winnie can carry people up too if she needs to. Mm. So you all begin making your way up. Um, because climbs, climbing is based off of land speed, uh, Shadow is much quicker at it than everybody else. <laughs> um <laughs> So she she takes Nina up rather quickly um, and like carves out like a little hole almost for her to sit in with her star knife and some rope and and things like that to help secure uh, around this this thick fungal stalk. Uh, You would notice while climbing up that there are um, giant like mites on on this thing, they seem to pretty much leave you alone besides happening to crawl across you now and again. But they're just like normal fungus mites that just like like six inches long uh, instead of like a quarter Ugh. of a millimeter. The size of a rat. Yeah. Oh, Ugh. good. We have dinner. Great. I'll have a good berry. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> but you all get up there above the fog. Um, which seems to have like a a ten foot undulance or a waveform almost like where it can like rise and lower uh, regularly, so you all get above that. Um, and it's cold up here; it's kind of windy. But you do. Grayson, can't you just smite it? <laughs> I would have to find it first. rescuing me and protecting me. I'm working on it. Work faster. Tell Void to work on it. Void, work on it. 
<laughs> but I was supposed to be up here. I don't know. Did you hurt him? He is just being sarcastic because he does not like you. He like grumbles and starts to climb down. <laughs> you hear bickering from below. Both so of you stop the fighting. Do not make me come down there. So a short while later, uh, there's relatively little noise going on, but uh, uh, for this this time period. But then you start to hear one of uh, you start to hear the horse on the main wagon start to whinny and bray uh, and, and seems extremely agitated. And uh, you hear one of the two below trying to calm it. Uh, but whatever is happening, it seems to be, uh, it, it's not listening. So, uh, it begin. It, it continues for several minutes to just be fucking loud. It, it sounds like it's kicking the, the wagon and, and doing everything it can to just, uh, break, break free, basically. Um, great. Uh, Riley will, we're all up on top of a giant mushroom, basically, right? <laughs> oh, you're on the stock. It would, uh, aside from having the, the uh, owl drop you off, it would actually be very difficult to get on top. But yes, you're, you're cool. in the stock of a giant mushroom. Okay. Like, you have little, little cutouts, like yeah. you dug got, in. I gotcha. Uh, Leaf, I honestly hate to keep turning to go to you for our miscellaneous problems. <laughs> but um, I hope I'm not wrong in assuming that you might be the best of us three in maybe calming uh, such a beast of burden down below. Unless you only do plants. Uh, thinking back on it, I'm not 100% sure anymore. I, I mostly do plants, but I'm, I'm sure I could convince an animal as well in a pinch. Mr. Rizzo might be able to help too. He has an owl. He's good with animals. <coughs> if you want to assist. Oh, sir, no. I, I'll certainly try and help, but that animal doesn't seem right. Well... Cursed oh. fog could have whipped it up into a state. Perhaps. Shall we? Let's. So, uh, he he calls over Winnie, hops down onto her as she flies by, um, circles back around, uh, and will. Uh, since, since it's uh, Winnie can't really carry you both reasonably, but she can glide down carrying both of you. So. Mm -hmm. A relatively Question. swift but soft descent. Yes. Question. Um, Riley's just going to bring this up. He doesn't know how feasible it is. He doesn't know even really if it's insulting or not, but he's going to pose it anyways. Um, would, the, would, would the beasts of burden be able to fit into Shadow's pocket dimension? Uh, they could. And they could fit, but I could not leave them there unless I stay in there with them. When I come out, all the people come out. All the all the living things come out as well. I mean, we're kind of hanging out anyways. Um, if you want to, like, if you're uh, 
newfound brother is just also just kind of hanging around. You guys can play catch up in there with. <laughs> it, it would be extremely cramped with everybody and the animals in there. He is not no. hanging around. He is uh, looking for the source so we can fight it and get rid of this thing. And if okay. I am in the room and he finds it, he cannot tell me he found it so I cannot fight. Uh... Oh, that begs the question. How do we even reach you when you're in the room? You do not. Uh, as far as I know, there is no way to do so. Yeah, Brock you is the one a, that was trying to figure that out. Unless you have spell that lets you talk to people on other planes. Mm. Um. Okay, let's let's uh, let's pull some big brain energy here. Why don't we? <laughs> If Shadow is, uh, I, I feel like this is a lot to ask of someone. If Shadow is comfortable handling some animals, um, why don't we it, like, so the one's freaking out. It probably has an excessive amount of wisdom damage. It might be completely fucking bad shit crazy. But if we at this point can move the other ones at least into the pocket dimension has shadow hang in there and we can just say you know every hour pop out check in with us we'll like you know if something has happened we'll mobilize if something hasn't you'll just pop back in and take the animals with you mm. and then rinse and repeat until uh problem the solved. problem with this is that i do not have any skill with animals so i would still need somebody who could actually keep them calm in there because the animals may react badly to feeling like they are floating around in space because the, the appearance wise there is nothing under you so then you can at least take leaf I guess I feel like I'm volunteering leaf for a lot of the fucking miscellaneous grunt work at this point <laughs> and I'm sorry for it Look, man, uh, all I'm saying is you're going to have to is, take your next level as Druid. I guess if so. If one of them is, is, is not uh, consolable, I don't think we can put him in there because he will break everything. Yeah, that's that's understandable. And the one that they're going to tend to right now might be in that case. Um, but at least we might be able to save the other two from going we only have to, horse we mad. Have, we only have Mozart and... Oh. Uh, the one with the uh, other carriage. So is Mozart going crazy or is it the other one? It's the horse, not Mozart. Oh, Mozart's good. a donkey. Okay, well, we have to save Mozart at all expenses. So at the very least, you're shacking up with Mozart. <laughs> um, but we'll see if Leaf and Russo can calm down the other one, if that's even feasible. And then if not, at least we might be able to save Mozart from going crazy. Meanwhile, Box is just like on the mushroom across from you, just like bear hugging it. Yeah. <laughs> he is the mushroom. Me and mushroom. Shroom. Uh, which, go ahead and make me a nature check, too. Um, I'm assuming you mean me, nature boy. Uh, that's a 19. <laughs> 19. Uh, so mushroom forests like this are often home to leaf fleshies, whether naturally or druidically formed. 
I'm just like, okay, let's let's call out to them, you know. <laughs> uh, if I can, I can sound the alarm, get some information about this. Okay. Um, so, are you are you jumping down first, or are you doing that first? Uh, I. So, I, I think the order of operations for that would be get down, calm the animal, calm the critter, and then use my leshy knowledge. Okay. So, <clears throat> you go down there. Go ahead and make me a wild empathy check. I know that normally you can... I think yours is for plants, but... Yes, I okay. have green empathy, so by animals, it's a minus four. Okay. Uh, it's in these class features somewhere. I believe it's your level plus your charisma mod. Oh, I just just roll like a peasant, I guess. <laughs> That's an that ad 20. Mm. Doesn't matter what it is. So you're able to calm the horse, although you, you know that it's still stressed. Uh -huh. Like it stopped freaking the fuck absolute fuck out, but it's like it's breathing heavily, it's like looking around. Um it is terrified. And you have no idea why. Really. Um but you have more or less calmed it for the moment. Uh both Void and uh Void and Russo. Uh, and Truth are down there with you. Um, and the rest of you would see moments after he descended into the fog that uh, that Wasabi just fucking like skydived out of the mushroom. Uh, go ahead and make me a perception leaf. Uh, I, I would love to, but since we're on the topic of things that I don't quite understand, my character sheet just disappeared. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on. I got, I got, I got back. It, it disappeared from like the character list. Uh, um, okay, you said perception. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's back. So, so, so it's back. Don't worry. It might My, have been a uh, connection thing. Yes, that's a 26, Brochacho. Also, give me my wisdom back. I need that for magic. <laughs> well, whoops. <laughs> well, um. Okay, so you would notice a little heroic leshy gliding around in a circle, slowly descending uh, into the uh, area where you are at. Is it one that I recognize? Is it a wasabi? Yeah, it's, it's, it's wasabi. Okay, then uh, I will talk to him. And, uh, oh, that d20 I rolled was on Box's sheet. Oops. Anyway, but, so I, I I talked to Wasabi and uh, I just kind of kneeled down next to him and I say, I've, I vaguely recall that uh, Leshies tend to congregate around mushroom forests like this. You haven't heard any stirrings of the sort, have you? He shrugs. I don't talk to them. You can't hear their voices. Do I hear their voices on account of my special ears? Um, you you go and like, I I try and not like make literally everything talk to you all, all the time. So like inanimate plants and stuff like that, you have to like listen for. Uh, but yeah, you can definitely go listen to a mushroom. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> I, I just tune into that channel for a little bit. 
see if I can garner some context as to what's happening. Like it, they don't really say anything interesting. Like unless you ask them things, but it's just like decay. Oh, it's just like oh, I'm right here. Come get some pollen, you slut. (laughs) (laughs) Dirty, horny plants shooting pollen everywhere. (laughs) (sighs) Edit that out. (laughs) These are. These are fungus. They shoot spores. So they're 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 all basically just seeing the song of decay. Yeah. Uh, but you can ask them questions, and they will likely respond to you. Oh wow, that's way more useful than I thought it would be. Um, yeah, like maybe. like talk with plants. They're not smart, like at all. But they can answer some basic questions. And uh, with uh, your, um, go ahead and make me another knowledge nature check. Can knowledge can nature. Let's see. <laughs> 18. So uh, you would know that, at least for a range, you're not sure on this scale how exactly it works, but most of the time, if you see mushroom, that mushroom is the same plant as every other mushroom nearby. Okay. So these things may have a very broad breadth of what's going on. Oh, Okay. So I, I find the big, uh, big chonker mushroom stalk that maybe we were climbing on and uh, just say, um, hello, friend. I'm just passing through and I find this fog worrisome. What can you tell me about the fog? It is wide. The animals are going mad, but not the bug. How do we stop the fog? The center. The center. A living ghost. There, but not. How do we find the center? And like, it makes this weird noise and you start to hear things that aren't plant speech and uh, you hear the ground sort of softly sort of shift and uh, many of the large mushrooms nearby begin to like bend away forming almost a a path a suggestion almost uh <laughs> and then he he just kind of gives the stalk a, a pat and uh, he says thank you friend and uh I don't know. He'll, he'll like reach into his pocket and like shred up a, a food ration or something and, and disperse it, the mycelium, you know, at his feet and mm-hmm. uh, just call out to his companions and say, uh, I, I've spoken to the land and it's saying the source of our problems is that way. We can't see which way you're pointing. There's too much fog. He just like starts clapping or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's the best low wisdom reaction to that question. <laughs> That's exactly what I wanted. That's great. <laughs> Riley just like pauses for a moment and then is like, that doesn't help. Leave. <laughs> when you're done, climb up and show us. Um,. Well, I mean, yeah. if we are going to find the thing and defeat it, we are going to have to climb down. Yeah, you come down here. Are we sure everyone's recuperated enough for that? Are we ready to do this right now? 
Well, we do not really have a choice. We are going to be stuck here forever. It's a spirit that's causing this, I think. And I'm not certain it will go away if we don't do something to make it go away. Pointy paladin at it. Where where is he? (laughs) Uh, He's he's there. He's like nearby you. Okay. I take it you two are going to stay up there then? No. I am not letting my brother fight without me. Uh, You're awfully high up for that. I am coming down. You do not want me to fall. I have to take my time. Yes. Okay. Uh, Russo went with uh, Leaf, right? Yeah, he's down there. Okay. Right now it's uh, Winda, Ekrin, Riley, Shadow, and Nina that are up in the mushroom. Okay. Uh, I mean, in that case, just to kind of uh, shorthand this, I think the plan of attack, even though uh, I really have a lot of wisdom to spare, (laughs) enough, but hopefully it doesn't take that much more out of me. I think the plan of attack should be like the main party and the paladin go to stop the problem while Riley puts Russo in charge of everyone else's security. Does everyone agree? If that sounds fine. The only other alternative is bringing everyone with us. But yeah, eh. like, I want Ekron to stay put. I'm here to yeah. save him, not cause him further damage. Yeah. Um, and Nina shouldn't should be like out of the fog, not really involved in the assault on the creature that's causing this. So um I'm not hearing any objections. So it sounds like main party plus paladin go out, everyone else secures position and stays put. Void would uh, insist on coming with. That's up to Shadow if she wants to fight that or not. Mm. Void does what Void wants to do. He does not want to argue with him. I guess we have no choice. I mean, he is your your, your um, protege, not protege, what the fuck is the word? Cohort? Cohort, yeah. Ah. Then I'll put my cohort in charge of protecting everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he shall. Yes. Leaf, you can cast, like, restoration, right? Uh, I want to yeah? say no. But Oh, you want I, to say no, but you have to uh, say truth, no. Right? Truth will speak up. I have a few scrolls of lesser restoration. Um, I might be able to help. Yeah, I, I have lesser restoration on my spell list. Can can you currently cast that? I can use my. You currently have gifts. a wisdom of twelve. What? You cannot currently cast that. Okay. Um. In that Please case. Take that back. <laughs> uh. Okay. Good. Um. If Truth is willing to hand out uh, a couple of scrolls of lesser resto, then. Whoa. I, actually, I, I I can totally cast Lester Restoration. It's a second level spell. Oh, oh, yeah. Take that, Sean. Oh, I mean, I thought it was a third. That's that's why I said that. I was just gonna have him heal you first. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I also kind of thought it was a third. Um, <laughs> it, yeah. it might be for clerics. It might be for clerics. Uh, Lesser Restoration is level two all across the board, except for Paladins, which is level one. Oh, okay fucking paladins yeah but they have to wait like four levels to get spells yeah. 
do you currently have Lesser Resto prepped? No. I wasn't exactly expecting to uh, need that today. However, uh, I, I can tap into some of my gifts from Grandfather Oak and can conjure the necessary rights to have that effect. Why don't we burn the scrolls starting on you until you're at least at full spellcasting capacity? And then, honestly, it's a toss-up between Riley and Shadow. It doesn't really matter. So he has four scrolls. Okay. Uh, he would like to save one of them for later. Smart. Um, and I assume... Of course, being the wisdom caster, Leaf needs it the most, so he gets the first roll, which is a four, which puts him down to having only one damage, which does not affect his wisdom modifier, only his uh, top casting, which he doesn't have seventh level spells anyway. Yeah. Right. Um, That's good. So it's up to you whether or not you want to heal that last point. I do not. Okay. <laughs> so then uh, on to the person who is worst off. Uh, do you want... To eat one scroll and a spell or both scrolls and then let um, Shadow be healed otherwise. Um, Let's see. He used one scroll. Leaf technically has access to the spell. Why don't uh, throw one scroll on me and see how much that gets me. That's the wrong direction. All right. You are down to five damage. Okay. Uh, You effectively have a wisdom of eight again. Uh, like the only thing I'm I'm not super concerned the only thing I'm concerned about is like taking more wisdom damage and like getting incapacitated from that right well it won't um, the way I do wisdom damage is unless the source states otherwise you don't go into a coma at zero uh, you instead uh, gain a greater madness and not uh, it, better, like <laughs> no, no, no. Either way, I want to avoid the end result. Absolutely, <laughs> but uh, that that puts you eight points away from that. Yeah, and uh, just for your benefit, because I don't want you to like waste a shit ton of resources sure. uh, by being an asshole. But <laughs> it's ten minute increments. That's the only thing it has that does wisdom yes. damage. It doesn't yes. do that on its attacks or anything like that. I mean, that's kind of me- from a meta gaming standpoint. That's kind of what I gathered. Um, and I mean, even our characters who are waiting around, obviously they don't know they took, you know, X amount of wisdom damage after 10 minutes. Um, but there is an exposure element to this fog. And I think rationally, um, one of the things Riley's concerned about is, you know, how long does it take us to get from this point to whatever's causing this fog and how much exposure time does that, you know, hit us with? What's the potential for more damage? And the worse well, you are, off you are, not, the easier it is to fail. Yes. It does not take me long to get to the center of this fog. Sure, but you rushing in <laughs> ahead of everyone and then soloing this for an X amount of rounds is not probably advisable. Okay. How good is Shadow at fighting spirits? <laughs> not at all. She's never. I mean, she's never fought when she she'll know what she's doing. Yeah, she'd have a real hard time fighting this by herself. So why don't we, um, Leaf? You said you had you technically have access to the spell through one of the gifts you were given. I do. Is it just a one-off? No, I can. No, he use can my, burn. 
Yeah. My mythic points. Uh, uh, but those are relatively valuable. Um, kind of. I've just kind of been burning them like, like M&Ms. Yeah, and y'all haven't burned any today. So that's far, fair. So. That's fair. Well, I, I burned one for the daylight spell. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. But I mean, that leaves you with what? Like nine or eight or something like that? Yeah, it's a stupid amount. And they come or back every day. So. So. They do. Damn. Okay. Uh, do, wait. Did, did you say you have nine or eight mythic points? No, uh, it, I, 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 I was thinking okay. of the higher tier. Yeah. Yes. Y'all have six points right now, I think, because it's three plus double your tier. So that would be seven total. So he should have six left. Oh. Oh, did I know? What fucking tier are we? Are we three? No, you're tier no, two. No, we're two. Three plus four is seven. Minus one is six. Oh, why did I think it was less than that i thought it was because five for some reason damage. that's level that's tier one ah, i never upped it cool ah. great yeah okay yeah fucking killer in that case why don't we just go ahead uh i i hate to take these scrolls away from the sky but scrolls are relatively cheap even for more expensive items um i don't know right. it's up to he just has a very limited number of spells and would prefer to Sure. Okay, so then Leaf, if you want to burn one or two mythic points to cast Lesser Restoration, the next one should go to Shadow, and then depending on how well that does, maybe we can top off. Maybe That's a four. Shadow will have four. Uh, that will get me back full. Alright. So right. I'm going to point the other burnable scroll at you, Riley. Yeah, that's, that's cool. Yeah. And that will lower you to two points of damage, taking yeah. you to an 11 wisdom. That's perfect. That's a good buffer. Great, yeah. So we uh, stand around and circle jerk lesser restoration for a little bit. Before, <laughs> um... <laughs> All right. And so you follow the path made in the woods by the great fungal forest that Leaf spoke to. Uh, it would become apparent that a... Actually, a decent little number of fungus slushies are following along with the party. Um, just watching. They're, they're from a distance. But uh, the forest has obviously uh, informed them of your presence. Ooh, uh, while we're traveling, Leaf mentioned this thing was a spirit. Mm -hmm. Can we, as a party, discuss maybe what that means um, in terms of fighting. Like, oh, I mean, from Riley's standpoint, when Lee says, oh yeah, what we're going up against is a spirit, Riley's first thought is, how do I stab a spirit? <laughs> you know? Um, like, what's the game plan going in? What do we need to roll to identify? Aspects? Any of y'all can that. make arcana or religion checks. Uh, technically, you can make a local as well as a group, uh, choosing one person to be the main. Uh, to try and re-identify this thing, but uh, other than that, you're going to go for the more common routes of incorporeality. That's a 19. Mm -hmm. 16 on my religion. Okay. And a 20 on my arcana. Okay. Uh, so you would know that um, magic as per spells generally deal uh, half damage, um, and uh, force spells deal total damage. Ghost touch weapons and items uh, do full damage and interact with incorporeal creatures normally. 
and magic weapons have a 50% mischance, uh, which may or may not stack with uh, the mischance from the fog. Probably may. <laughs> well, let's see. I can cast a few spells, but I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot of spells that I can cast every day. Um, I do have uh, also a positive and negative energy effects also affect at least undead incorporeal fully. Okay, I do have blind fight. Okay, so you will have as a as a, a class thing, um, which lets that's me roll twice on concealment. Yeah, right? let's me re-roll a mischance percentile roll one time to see if I actually hit on the thing. Okay. Um, and uh, an invisible attacker gets no advantages related to hitting me in melee, so I don't lose my dex bonus to AC. That is actually very and, useful against this thing. And the attacker doesn't get the use roll plus two bonus for being invisible. All right. Uh, so, uh, I believe you still have a ghost touch dagger. Uh, beyond that, uh, your magical weapons do have a chance of hitting. And do they do full damage if they hit? They do full damage if they hit, but uh, they have a fifty percent chance of just not hitting. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and did, did I uh, hear you correctly when you said that may or may not, but probably does stack with the fifty yeah, percent? Okay. Because they're totally like one is the incorporeality, like. This is a magic weapon, so there's a 50% chance it works. And then okay. there's just a straight-up mischance. They are separate things. They're not technically both mischances. Right. So you do have to roll both. Okay. Um, yeah, things are uh, looking grim for the one-trick pony that is Riley Morheim. <laughs> now, I would like to just as a nice DM note that uh, druids have a couple of spells that are very good at negating... Uh, Concealment bonuses completely. As as a good GM, would you be able to elaborate on those? <laughs> uh, I, I it's either fairy fire or glitter dust. Um, I think it's fairy fire. Yeah, because glitter dust wouldn't work on any corporeal creature. Interesting. But fairy fire just like outlines the enemy basically. I was under the impression that that was like a different kind of mischance, though. I didn't I didn't think that could do it. I'll take it. They can do it to invisibility. Like, it won't work on the magic weapon bit, but it'll work on the fog bit. Oh, yeah, that's that's fair. Oh, I see. That's, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, because even though Riley does have that ghost touch dagger, his damage output with that is so minimum that yeah. compared to his rapier that I would definitely take the 50%, <laughs> you know, mischance with his rapier just right. to actually deal damage. Um, Sean, you did mention when we were talking about skill checks to roll that one person in the party could roll a knowledge local for the party. Uh, yes. Uh, I would like to nominate Riley, Riley Morheim to do so. I vote Riley. Right. Uh, and, and Leaf, uh, see if you beat a 10 to aid. That's fair. Also, um, <sighs> oh, 24. Oh, uh, well, you get two aids, one from, uh, truth as well i that brings me to a 22 all right so with a 22 you patch together enough knowledge uh to kind of know what this thing is you don't know its name uh just because of the patchwork of knowledge that it is but you know about these things they're an incredibly rare the sort of monstrous humanoid um that 
like they're normally in really, really out of the way places like caverns, deep forests, abandoned keeps, things like that. But the fog saps the memories of the living. Uh, and apparent, like you don't really know much beyond that other than the fog is literally like its feeding mechanism. And it is incorporeal. The problem here is going to be that I do not have uh, much of a chance of fighting this thing, it seems. You have a magical bow. Yes, I have a magical bow. Um, but my blind fight does not apply to the ranged weapon. Do you have an okay strength modifier? Yep. Would you like to wield a ghost touch dagger? I mean, that will do the same damage as one of my star knives would, right? Except it's yeah. ghost touch. And it's hit. guaranteed to hit if you actually hit. Yeah. So. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, Riley will. Um, so once with everyone's help, Riley kind of figures out these key points about this creature, even though it's not like fully identified. Um, and we definitely ascertain that it's definitely it's substantial. Um, and we're just talking about, you know, how we're going to go at this, what the most effective way to dispatch with an insubst- insubstantial monster is um, going around the table, figuring out everyone, what everyone needs. Riley will flick his wrist to produce the ghost touch dagger. And he will uh, present its uh, handle first to Shadow. She will take that. Um, Do we know is if this thing is ghost, does that mean it is undead? Uh, You you know that it's actually living and that it's a very part of its rarity um, in things is that it is a living incorporeal creature. Okay, because I did not want Void accidentally healing it. Right. (laughs) Well, uh, Void's things actually don't heal undead. So it's a specific thing that he has to take for that. But he does say that that is, a, that is good news because he can just hit it with everything he's got. Yes, please do. And so you follow this path after preparing ourselves for what lies ahead into a great clearing of the stalks over which they seem to bend inward and tie together a massive mushroom cap blotting out the uh the dull red moon go ahead and make me perception checks uh 24 21 a dirty nasty 20. did somebody get a 24. me You notice near the center of the clearing ever so faintly and definitely still benefiting from concealment. A pale, gaunt humanoid with long arms and legs floating gently above the ground. Dark, thick claws hang from its hands, mouthless and black voids where its eyes and nose would be. And then I make a perception. And then it turns toward the group and its claws raise. And that's it until next time. Hi there, my name's Don. I'm a proud patron of this podcast you just listened to. I'd like to take a moment to talk about some of the projects that I work on. 
When I'm not listening to Tracy, Sean, and the rest of the gang tell wonderful stories using the Pathfinder rules, I like to make podcasts of my own. I'm the GM in the Starfinder Homebrew Adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Allomancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting, and for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com. Good day. This is Dick Horney, inviting you to explore the world of Dustress, a unique homebrew setting within an Elder's Dream Games universe. Come along as the Hive Queen leads a gambler, cowboy motherfucker with six shooter. I ain't never moved cattle in my life. I am a gambler. A Native American. He he doesn't have a lifetime of eating processed food, so he probably is actually quite regular. And a Detroit teenager. Okay, so we're rolling into elves, aliens, and troll dolls. Through discovery of new magical abilities, struggle with the reality of unknown gods, and maybe learn a little bit about themselves along the way. Visit Eldritch Dream and Dustress Podcast on Twitter for details. They took to the stars and became stars. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to seeing that. A band that influenced entire galaxies. Sector 8, let's make some... Until their inevitable downfall. Fuck you, and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. Now, 20 years later, they find themselves unpleasantly reunited. James, what are you doing here? We're an entire motherfucking galaxy and you show up on this place. In a place where things are not what they expected. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning and uh, I kind of had... Travis? I understand. Why the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? (laughs) LCP D&D presents Odyssey, a musical actual play adventure set in space using the Savage World system. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on your favorite podcast platform or find us at lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad, scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those, too. Tune in to the podcast for the Untimely Dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there. If you would like to become a patron, check us out on patreon.com forward slash Eldritch Dream. Also, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. You can also find us in the Hive, that's our Discord, link in the description below. You can also find a link to our merch on sonerdware.com. And find us on Twitter, at Eldritch Dream, at Aeterna P, and at Dustress Podcast. And until next time, everybody... May the Elder Gods haunt your dreams.